spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, man. March Madness Thursday. I know, already, by bracket. <laughs> Thank you, Fordham. <laughs> hey, speaking of... Uh, is Tom Horn's teacher snitch line a bust? Well, it sounds like it's very popular. If really? you like pranks. Okay. So, the what is it? The empowerment hotline. It's where you call and bag on a teacher. You, you know, you're a parent out there. You don't like the treats that the teacher's bringing into class. Are you allowed to bring treats anymore? Books. Well, you're not allowed to do that either. Topics of education and math. Can they still do that? Anyway, uh, it seems that uh, this hotline, okay... Uh, you're right. It's uh, it, There's some crank calls going on. A majority at this point are crank calls. Let's hope that over time that'll change. But, but uh, you know, they think they're going to force us to take it off by doing crank calls because that happened in Virginia. But we're not going to be dissuaded by that. We're just going to ignore them. I think it's terrible if you're crank yeah, calling gosh. Hey, What are you guys doing? You I got mean, anything better to do with your life? That's lives? just awful. So apparently, I find out... <laughs> That Tom Horn has blamed us for the well, they blame Jim Sharp and and, oh, and well, Jamie well, in the yeah. morning. You guys can hear them talk about this all the time because two 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 funny guys and gals at the station apparently uh, were telling everybody to call. So here's what Horn had to say because you know we've talked about this uh, empowerment snitch line, and I think you know a lot of people if they're if they're honest with themselves know exactly what this is. Another war on teachers and. Uh, it's not going to retain a lot of teachers. Uh, they're not happy about this. Actually, there were hundreds of them down at the Capitol. Uh, Tom Horns blamed us. Well, I didn't know we had this kind of power, Chad. Feels good. It does feel good. Going back to what you said about so going let me, back. Let me, let me, Griselda Zatino did an interview with Horn today. And here's Griselda and Horn going back and forth. Going back to what you said about prank calling. Um, so how big of a problem is this so far? It's a great question from our fantastic, fantastic reporter. Okay, answer. Well, the biggest problem was uh, two of your own people on KTR grant calling us on the air, Who acting like juvenile delinquents. Oh, we got called juvenile Woo! delinquents. Juvenile. We just ignored that stuff. No, apparently not. Look how young I look. Other than that I mentioned it to you since you're in the same location that is the, as they are, so you, you have the opportunity to tell them to grow up. Oh, Chad, you need to grow up. Well, man. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I will not argue there. What fun is that? Not really? Oh, look Come at this. On. You know what? It keeps my childlike behavior, keeps my childlike life going on, and I enjoy it. Tell them to grow up. Okay. Now you've made me want to do even more. No, we're not going to do that. Listen, we don't play that game. All right, let's call this thing again. Here we Thank go. Thank you for calling the Empower Hotline. I got this one, Chad. Okay. Arizona Department of Education. Please be advised that all calls are monitored. Yes, I'd like to make a complaint on an Arizona teacher. His name is Tom Horn. He's Arizona's top teacher. Uh, he's bullying us and calling us names. And me and my partner. Life partner. Uh, feel, <laughs> feel triggered. And we just... Wanted to leave a message and and say that we didn't appreciate being called juvenile delinquents. I'm a grown man, kind of, sort of. I'm a grown blank man. Uh, so, yes, uh, if you could do something about that, maybe slap on the wrist, uh, maybe not allow him to play with his best friend who's a pedophile, allegedly. Maybe that's a good punishment. Uh, but we appreciate your time and the hotline. And if... You have a thought on the five versus the twelve in the NCAA tournament? I take that tip too. Nice. All right, I hung up. How do we do? 
I think we did good. I'm excited. I think it was. Listen, it's a. It is. What is it? Let's let's call it what it is. What is it? It is a snitch line. We just snitched. On the superintendent of public instruction. Because he bullied us. He bullied us, Becky Lynn. Isn't that bullying and name-calling? It was name-calling I would for never sure. name-call yeah. him. I will not I take won't that I standing won't. down no. or sitting. Not me neither. Tell him to grow up. All right. No, not going to. Never will. Well, the biggest problem was uh, two of your own people on KTR calling us on the air. Jim Sharp and like juvenile man. delinquents. Hey, you know what? I just want to say, we might be juvenile delinquents. Okay. But at least we weren't followed by the FBI when we were sleeping with whoever was in the same office and they were hitting cars as the FBI was watching this guy. At least I don't have a sex scandal. There's no sex scandal here, right, Becky Lynn? As far as I know. Okay, that's But we're good. trying. Let me uh, check no, the news line up and we'll see. <laughs> no, we are not trying. We are not trying. So, uh, all right. So here's the bottom line on the empowerment hotline. Uh, it got 600 voicemails. And 2,000 emails, and they have gone through it, and they have found six, count them, six uh, uh, cases that they may investigate out of all of that work. Six I bet you next calls. week it gets, in the next month it gets 500 emails, some crank calls, and the following month it gets very little, and it just slowly disappears. Yeah. It very well might. It very well might. And, you know, uh, listen, uh, it's... It, but let's all grow up. Uh, I would call this hotline if I were you and just say, you know, tell them about a teacher that's wonderful. I think that'd be great. Well, you could totally do that. Wouldn't you do that? It's not a crank call, is Why, it? What if you set up both, right? If you wanted one yeah. that was, hey, you know what? I felt something weird going on. A whistleblower line. Yeah. And one that is, hey, you know what? This teacher's amazing. Yeah. And then and then that way everybody's happy. We can call both. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, let's see. Governor Katie Hobbs. She was blasted for pausing these executions in Arizona. So there's supposed to be a guy that's going to get the good night needle on, I think, April 6th. April 6th, that's correct. Okay, so this guy goes out, this uh, this thing called Aaron Gunches, okay, uh, killed a man in 2002. His name was Ted Price. Later in the show at 3.05, we will talk to the sister of Ted Price. She obviously is upset with the governor pausing executions in Arizona. Think about what Karen Price is going through. She's going to yeah. join us at 3.05. Think of what she's going through. She's been waiting since 2002 for this, this horrific individual to go through the trial, sit in jail for a while, get his execution date, and get it over with. And now... We've got Governor Katie Hobbs and the AG Chris May saying, nope, we don't think we do a good job here he in wants Arizona. It, right? Isn't that what I'm hearing? I don't really care. I don't give a damn what so, he wants. Well, no, but, but the thing is, it's like the only one fighting for him seems to be Hobbs. Right. And it's very odd. Yes. Because, as I like to say, we went three for three in executions last year. Three went on the table and three didn't get up. And three were not, again, I don't want, you know, awful punishment for, for people. I don't want to torture anybody. That's not what we do here. But I just feel for Karen Price, whose brother Ted was killed by this maniac in 2002. And now she's just waiting. You know, she was looking forward to this day. Maybe I can get past uh, this, you know, somehow. Not get past it, but at least move past it. That my brother was brutally killed. And now it looks like the governor is this guy's best friend. And I'm like, 
And and I, I can't imagine what Karen Price thinks. No. We'll find out at 3.05. She's getting hammered, Hobbs, in the national media. She's getting being, you know, you've had several Democrats come out and say some stuff about this, you know, saying, look, you're just, you're looking at the voters and you're saying, hey, voters, you guys voted for something, you put it on there, and I'm still going to go against you. Uh, so, and still... Uh, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what it is that she's trying to do because there doesn't seem to be a clear path forward. Training. Uh, there, there are reports that they have no idea where the drugs came from. So in the Ducey administration, at least this is what Hobbs is claiming, they don't know where the drugs have come from. And I'm thinking, okay, do we have the drugs? Yeah. I don't really care where they came from. Does, am I missing something? Uh, like, maybe honestly, where maybe, they came from. Obviously, they worked. Yeah. Like, does it matter where they came from? Do we, I don't think we got these drugs illegally. Do we didn't sneak the drugs over no, the border? No, did we? It's, it's an excuse to say I don't want to do it. Did go over the border he and did. sneak he these drugs one of over? His, it was one of his Is things. Is that right? Yep, he climbed across oh, through, okay. through a couple of his of his <laughs> giant huge bins, yeah. right? His containers right. went over there. And got, that's just an excuse of why she doesn't want to do this. Yeah, she just doesn't believe in this, so she's using everything she can to try to stop this. Okay, then shouldn't the governor come out and say, "Listen, I don't believe in the death penalty." She won't. Okay, so but you got to give us something. But she's not. Well, the, she doesn't though. But the attorney general told us I'm fine with the death penalty. Yes. But I don't like the practices that go into the execution. So that's why we want to look into it. As for the governor, I don't know why she's fighting this thing so hard. Well, courts are going to decide this again. Well, the courts are already involved. Uh, now the family of Ted Price, who was killed in 2002, is involved. So join us at 305. Karen Price is going to come on, talk about her brother who was killed and what it feels like to have a governor almost be on the side of the murderer. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. It's, it's sad. All right. Hey, subscribe to the Gatos and Chad Show podcast. Subscribe right now. It's fantastic on your iPhone or Android. It's all brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Get a higher price selling your home. Uh, get guaranteed offers. Higherprice.com. Higherprice.com. Coming up next, we've got did, did the chance of a U.S. recession just go up? Let me rephrase that. Did it just go way, way up? We'll talk about it next. The Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, the Gatos and Chad Show. A recession getting closer and closer. Banks being bailed out left, right, and center, not just here, but in Europe. Uh, it is, uh, it, it, I talked to my buddy Zach Abraham earlier today. He said, at this point, it's not if, but when. They raised rates in Europe, and next week... It's going to be a big week. Are we going to raise rates again? He says if they raise rates next week. If the Fed raises the rates. If the Fed raises rates next week, it's the right thing to do. If they don't, people are going to think some cheap money's still out there. You're going to see a little bit of a pop, but it is. How much? A little bit of a pop. We'll see a jump. The reason it's up today is because they think they're not going to raise rates. So they think the money's going to be back out there and people are going to be out there spending. Uh, I don't agree with that. I think we're in some... I think we're, we could be in some serious trouble. Not 2008, but definitely getting much worse because a lot of this had to do with the fact that these banks had mortgage-backed securities that were giving a steady return at 25 to 3%. Then they raised rates, and all of a sudden, it's 7%, and they're sitting around going, we're getting our butts kicked. We have no way to figure out what to do. It's, it's, it's getting a little bit more uncomfortable. Let's just say that. Yeah, because it started with two, 
Yeah. Okay. Is it still two in the U.S.? Uh, well, it's two-ish because it looks like uh, First uh, uh, Republic now is going to be bailed out by other banks. All right. So what uh, I also thought Credit was- Suisse. Credit Suisse, which, right. by the way, J.P. Morgan Chase said today they got $60 billion from the Swiss government to back them. And J.P. Morgan Chase said, yeah, no, nah, it's not even close to being enough. I just, you know, uh, the, t- the two banks, from what I understand here in the U.S., that went under, these were not, uh, they were not accounts there for mom and pop businesses. No, no. And that's a good thing. Yes. Okay, that's yes. a good thing. But First Republic had mom-and-pop accounts. A lot of these other banks regionally have tons of mom-and-pop accounts, and it is very much a... It's a nerve-wracking thing at this point because it's people are feeling very jittery and they feel like at any given moment that that they're waiting for something to really go sideways. And we're going to find out next week what that looks like. But there's no doubt there's a different feel outside. Speaking of different feels, did you see the video of the SU-27s buzzing our uh, Reaper? And did you see it in slow-mo when they showed the propeller? And then they showed where it had hit the propeller and it was bent. So the Russian plane yep. attacking our drone mm-hmm. in the Black Sea. Okay. I did see it. And I did see how they spilt gasoline all over it. Yeah, It's pretty cool. It's an awful thing that happened. But to be able to see the footage... Uh, I think it makes me even more mad. It's almost—it really is. It's like spitting. It's like Russia spitting in our face. You know, well, they used—they used you know the gasoline to spill. It's it a on bully her. putting your head in the toilet, right? Like <laughs> yeah. that's what it is. Right. And and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, it's not to the level of war, but no. it is definitely provocative. At the same time. Is there a point where you say, all right, we can't, you just can't do this whenever you want because you want to drag us into something, which is what they want to do. Right. And we can't let them do that. Yeah. So, you know, what we have to unfortunately let do. We got to turn the other cheek on this one. Yeah. Well, we, 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 we're not going to go and bomb them. We're not going to go and put troops on the ground. Well, we're not. No, no. But, but I, like, good, I like how everybody out there is like, we can't let the Russians do that. Okay. What do you want to do? But our good friends in Poland decided, you know what? Maybe the Ukrainians need some jets. Good. So, you know. It, We're already training some of the Ukrainians yeah. on the jets in Tucson. <laughs> That's I love Biden's like, We're never giving you these jets, but just in case yeah. you get them. You should train for them. Exactly. You're never going to get them. Yeah. Just like you were never going to get the tanks. Just like you were <laughs> never going to get any of the stuff. Yeah. But just in case, why don't you come out to Tucson and train? See, I find this kind of crazy because I'm so upset with how we handled the Chinese balloon. balloon. Yeah, we let it. It might still be up there. (laughs) Right. We just let it go on a joyride across our country. And we knew it was. And by the way, we knew it was coming. We did. We knew we saw it launch from China and we saw it enter the United States. And we just let that thing go. I'm not rolling with that. That's that's absurd. But when you want to look at Russia and you want to look at a drone that they screwed with, I'm not starting a war over that. Nobody was killed. No, it now, wasn't. It if, wasn't a person. I wasn't yeah. an American that was in in a jet and they shot it down. That's that totally changes different. everything. That changes everything. That absolutely changes. Then we're going to bomb everything. you into oblivion. And they know that. And I think their next move might be something like that. I think they really want to. And, and the question now, the most important player in all of this is China. 
Yeah. Because Russia is not going to do anything without China's kind of say so. Well, China's giving them weapons now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so is Iran. Do you know that the, what they call them, the access of a holes oh, is what they're calling Iran? Did we need Russia, to say that? Well, we did. We Iran, said, Russia, and China of, are doing. Uh, access of evil, George Bush. Remember? No, but these are, this is different kind of access. These are the, uh, so Iran. Uh, Russia and China are now doing military drills together. Can Iran, you think of, Russia, and China. Can you think of more just the worst type no. of people? No, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. All right, text Valley to 411923. Become a Suns insider. Get the latest updates and breaking news. Maybe find out if what's-his-name's ever going to play again. What's-his-name again? I already forgot. KD, I saw him shooting today. Saw him shooting. In a boot? I did not see a boot. Okay. Text uh, Valley to 411923. No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> so be to have Jen. Has Biden actually fixed the border crisis next? Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, Biden may have jinxed the University of Arizona by picking them to win the NCAA men's uh, basketball. Yeah, they're going out in the first round. Uh, <laughs> but did he actually fix the border? He's been so bad for so long on the border. Worst president of my lifetime when it comes to the border. Listen to these numbers, man. The Border Patrol, they logged the lowest number of migrant encounters along the border for the second consecutive month. And this is since, uh, this is almost two or three years since since February 2021. They took over. <laughs> well, it's amazing, though, because it, it's it's amazing that if you just... Do one policy. Maybe some stuff will slow down. Remember, like, that was the big Trump thing, right? The Remain in Mexico changed everything because all of a sudden the asylum died. You couldn't come here and just go, I want to come in. Let me wander around uh, while I wait for my asylum. And he's like, no, you know what? You can wait in Mexico. Great. One little thing. All of a sudden. Great policy. But what Biden did, now we've got two straight months. Of of not many people coming over. Amazing. After everyone came, maybe there's nobody left to come over. That's it. <laughs> you, you guys already... been to Nicaragua? There's nobody <laughs> there's there. No one there. Let the last one out. Turn off the lights, please. <laughs> uh, let's see. Haiti, Nicaragua, Cuba, and Venezuela. Right. Yeah. So that was the Biden policy. You're not allowed to come over now. It basically stopped everything. It stopped people from coming over. They even bought the app thing. It's like, hey, go get the app. Now you get to wait in your country of origin. Or you can wait in Mexico and just get on that app and try and figure out how to come in here legally. But if you do come to our border, we're going to turn you around if you're from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela. And guess what, everybody? We got two months now. It's working. Yeah. It's working. Big it's time. real. It's a great thing. That it, is a good. And, and the funny thing is, he's like, can't be this easy, man. Maybe that. Maybe that Trump. I want to say, man, that Trump guy was right about the whole stopping people coming here. It's just some paperwork. Uh, and again, you know what I said about Trump is he threw everything but the kitchen sink at it. And the one policy that was just horrific was taking kids from their parents. But his other policies were not bad. No. Okay, he did. And the kids from the parents last little while. Remember, it happened under Obama too. The courts ordered it. After a while, you can't be in custody with children. They don't. They don't allow that in regular jail. (laughs) (laughs) So, so this Title Forty Two. What happens when this goes away? That's going to be interesting because right now you've got encounters with migrants from Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador. Uh, They've increased. Yes. So those are the folks that are coming in. Are they next to get the app? Well, what? Great point. Why not include that? If you could just include, if you're going Haiti, Nicaragua, Cuba, Venezuela, and it's working, why not add everybody else? We 
The, the, the reality is, it's simple. Why not just go, hey, guess what, guys? We're doing this. And, let, you know, Mexico, obviously, you guys are going to be able to come and apply for asylum. Everybody else, the, it's, it's the way that you're supposed to apply for it. The first safe state you come to, i.e. country, you have to apply for asylum there. Right. We allow you to travel through many countries, make many stops, <laughs> right. like a vacation in some ways, and just, hey, when you're here, come here. The Border Patrol sees the second consecutive month of lowest migrant encounters since February 20 of 21, and it's because of one policy. Man, he could have done that two years ago. Yeah, but two years ago. Remember, because he, what, he, what he said on that night, and why I said I would never vote for him, mm-hmm. uh, amongst other things, says, hey, I'm going to find a give a pathway to citizenship to 11 million people. And, not, and I said, uh-uh, not today, you're not. Well, I think not he was right. Watch. 11 million people, more than 11 million people came he in. He was trying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you remember that hotline that Tom Horn, the secretary, now what is his title? Superintendent oh, of Public Instruction. 1-800-HOT-TEACHER. No, it's not that. Oh, no, it's not, that no. It? no, no. That's okay. awful. Why would you say that? I'm just saying. It's the teacher snitch line. It's where you call this number and and you get to snitch on your teacher because... You're empowering the parent. That's the way. Wasn't it called empowering parent? I don't think that's what it is. I, I, I think it's like... You know, people are going to use and abuse it, and you're going to get somebody who doesn't like what their teacher's doing. Have, just you, gonna... have you noticed a pattern, though, in the world? Like, we have our, we're just talking about immigration. People use and abuse the asylum. Right. You've got this. People use and abuse it. Luckily for us, uh, <laughs> we, we've made it easier for you to, to uh, prank. <laughs> Tom, I don't think that's the case, but Tom Horn says, all right, we got, we got some calls, about uh, 600 voicemails. And some of them aren't on the up and up. The majority at this point are crank calls. Let's hope that over time that'll change. But, but uh, you know, they think they're going to force us to take it off by doing crank calls because that happened in Virginia. But we're not going to be dissuaded by that. We're just going to ignore them. Okay, so ignore the crank calls. But by the way, he did blame us. Well, the biggest problem was uh, two of your own people on KTR crank calling us on the air. That's right, Acting Jim like juvenile Jamie. delinquents. Jim and Jamie. <laughs> Called us juvenile delinquents. I, uh, I, Here, uh, here's the thing, I'm Jeff. a grown man. I just want to let You're everybody know man. that I am over the juvenile age. I am a gr- Now, it doesn't mean I'm not, you know, above uh, uh, and or below right. juvenile tactics. Right, right. No, I, I get it. Well, Tom Horn wants to blame us. Okay. Uh, I, I think a lot of people look at this line, and I'm sure there are a few people that like it. They like that it's out there. They feel that if they can't talk to their to the teacher and they can't figure out what, you know, the email for the teacher is. By the way, everybody's got that. Or the principal. Everybody's got that. They just want to go to this hotline and complain. Okay, that's all well and good. Um, but, you know, you're going to, out of hundreds of, of calls, you found six? That's a failure, man. That's a total bust. Well, if there was, here's the thing. If it's only been a week, right? And most of the time, they're probably spent just taking f- funny calls with people screaming hilarious things. Hey, shouldn't they have known that there are people out there who are who haven't who grown up knows? in life? I, I gotta be honest, I forgot about it up until I heard the, the the interview today. I forgot all about the line. You forgot about the line. Yeah, I think most people have. Well, I don't even. I don't even. We're joking. I I don't know what the name of the line is. That's that's how little I think people. I bet if you ask most. Parents mm-hmm. out there, do you even know there's a line? They'd probably say no. No. You actually named it though. You said it's to empower parents. It's empower. That's the name of it. There you go. It's the empower hotline. Mm-hmm. Okay. I said one eight hundred teacher at the beginning too, and he's like, it's not the name of that. I'm like, I'm just saying. You don't know what? But I didn't even know what it is. Is it? And there's emails, right? The I guess you can email. I don't know. They got some emails, but here's the thing: Are the, aren't they going to be chasing their tail? 
Because how do you know? I mean, half these calls, if they're pranking, you know, maybe that's the case. They got six that they think might be real. And how many out of the six do you really think after they investigated, how much legwork are they doing on this ridiculous hotline? I have no idea. I mean, this is his big idea to fix education, well, is to come up with a hotline? I don't know if this is the big idea. I think That's this is garbage. one of his many ideas. Well, it's I a bad idea. I can't wait to idea. see some of the other ones. Really? I, I can hold off on the other ones. I just, you I'm, know. The discipline thing I was I was curious about. I'm, I'm curious to see what he's still, because we haven't heard about that. Do we still know if we're getting... Uh, are we going to get officers in school? Or are we getting he's too worried cancels? about the hotline? Well, that's one. Well, that's one thing he can actually control. He, is, he think, set up a tape. I think he's the one going through all the phone calls. That's what he's doing, spending his Probably. entire day doing. That might be a possibility. It might be a possibility. Goodness gracious! All right, coming up next. Should your kid forget college and become an apprentice? Next. Be here at 305. Can't miss this. We know that there's a murderer here in Arizona set to be executed next month. And our governor is is standing in the way of that. Ted Price was killed by Aaron Gunches in 2002. Ted Price's sister is going to join us on the show, Karen, at 305. What is it like for her to watch the man that murdered her brother not get executed? Like he's supposed to in April. So Karen Price will join us at 305. Make sure you're here. Uh, kids, more and more, are skipping college, and they're heading towards apprenticeships. And it is really interesting uh, because parents are looking up and going, you know, it's not a bad idea. You're getting work experience. Some of them, they're even getting an opportunity to get a two-year degree. But the most important thing is, for a lot of them, no debt. No massive, massive debt. Uh, it is incredible. And, and here's the other thing. Apprenticeship programs are growing big time. And I've always wondered this. So when I went to Europe to, to, to go over there and to, to try to bust my butt and make a career in soccer, how I started was essentially an apprenticeship. You're what they used to call a YTS, youth training scheme. And you got paid a little bit of money. Uh, usually they housed you with somebody. And uh, you, you know, you, you, you know, I think I got paid... 95 pounds a week, uh, which is, you know, wasn't a lot, but, it, you know, it was the 80, late 80s. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a free, free place to stay. And what I would do is I'd get there in the morning, and I'd go to school for a little while. Uh, we don't really go to school that long. And, and then the rest of the you day... You weren't interested either. Our, 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 no, our, no. The rest of the day, our thing was training. We would train. We trained with the first team. We'd also clean the stadium. We would also do all the things and we were learning something that we all were heading towards. And But they did that with everything. Whether you wanted to be a glazer, whether you wanted to be uh, in the insurance industry, or the banking industry, part of it was uh, you know, rather than going to university or colleges, it was an apprenticeship. And it worked. And it's growing. And 40%. This is because normally we think apprentices. We think of uh, you know, the trades, like we would think of construction and that kind of stuff. 40% of apprenticeships now being offered are outside of the trades. I don't like it. Why? I, I like the idea of going to college and getting an internship. What's the difference between an internship and an apprenticeship? Well, an maybe, apprenticeship, an internship. You get paid a little bit? You, well, you come in here, you may be an apprentice for a little while, but you're uh-huh. going to be gone. I mean, an intern, okay. an apprentice, you're working there. That's your job. You're learning. Why can't you go to school and get an internship? Because they're not, honestly, man, because they're looking, they're going, the degrees aren't worth it. They're not. Well, for some people, the degree might not be worth it. I don't know. I think 
and degree is important. And I still think that bosses look at CEOs and all that kind of stuff, look to see if you went to college. Now, uh, 20 years ago, I would say, yeah, I think now. Well, right now, there are a lot of jobs out there they got to fill. No, so. I think right now, I think across the board, they're looking at it and saying, I don't know if it is worth it. And I think, you know, kids coming out with a large amount of debt, which seems to be a problem because mm. we're holding so much of it. Uh, I just I think people are looking going, is it worth it spending the next 20 years trying to pay off something or 30 something? I don't know. I don't know if it is worth it. Uh, what is worth it? This is great. You guys are going to love this. Mm. This is the guy. He goes to have it. Okay. He looks about I will say he looks about 40. He's 53 years old, but he does DNA testing on himself all the time, and his goal is to reverse the age. Now, you've seen the picture of him. He's 53, and he lo- actually, he looks like he's 20. He's reversing his age, and he said, this is what you need to do. Run three times a week. Brisk walk, something like that. Okay? No. No. <laughs> Eat just a few hours a day. Uh, depending on, like for me, that would be impossible because I work 19 hours a day. So yeah. But, you know, the, the fasting. Drink, uh, was it matcha green tea twice a day? But this is the thing I found interesting. And I think this right here will reduce, reduce stress. Avoid jerks. <laughs> that is awesome. That was his big thing. Like, That's more, uh, if you, more if you important than what you eat, what you exercise. Avoid jerks. Yeah. yeah. All right. What type of a jerk am I supposed to avoid? I is think, it someone who's mean? Is it someone who's in the office is incompetent? Incompetent? You got to you know work with the guy or whatever. Are you trying to find out if it's you? It's not <laughs> me. <laughs> no, it's don't be a jerk. People who raise your blood pressure are just mean. People you can't stand to work with. You raise my blood pressure. I know I still that's like part of the fun though. We're having it. We're having fun, yeah. and it's it's incredible. What if you look at this guy? He looks like he is. 15, so, 20 years old. How, how old is he? 53. 53. 53. So essentially, it's eliminating stress. Big. Yeah. It's yeah. eliminating stress. Eliminating stress. I'll just be, you know this, I don't put up with people. If you're if if you're a jerk or if you're incompetent, uh, I'll go and I'll find a different way to do things. I would I add avoid stupid onto this. <laughs> I would like to say that too. Well, that's stressful, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. but there are certain people in certain businesses that have to put up with that kind of stuff. That's true. They have to put up with the jerk. They have to put up with the incompetent person. They got to put up with, what was the one that you said? The stupid person. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, in all honesty, I mean, you're kind of like that, too. Yeah. You don't deal with people who are going to drag you down. Neither do I. He says stress actually speeds up aging because it changes the DNA, DNA look cells. Look at any president yeah. after oh, God, four yeah. years. Yeah, look at their hair. It's absolute proof. Can right? you imagine what Biden's going to He's going to be a skeleton by the time said and done. <laughs> All right, coming up next. He should totally get hair transplant. A murderer is set to be executed next month in Arizona, but Governor Hobbs is standing in the way. The victim's sister has a message for the governor, and the victim's sister is going to join us next.